Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Patrick Yap. Patrick Yap is the founder and CEO of Invictech, a startup dedicated to developing and producing novel engineered tissue applications and bioprinting instruments. Patrick has successfully brokered partnerships with international companies such as Eurobionics BV and as an avid interdisciplinarian is constantly seeking collaborative opportunities where non-intuitive technologies can combine to solve complex problems. Well, good afternoon, Patrick. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. You know, an exciting thing about this particular episode today with you, Patrick, is uh, and I don't get these very often, but and and I really hope this is a unicorn story for you. And I I truly mean that continued success. But you're just I feel like you're 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 kind of almost back in grade school. Right. But I know you're attending college right now, but you have uh, have a startup going and I'm excited to jump into that. So let's start with the questions and maybe you can share some of that stuff with our audience. So. Patrick, your career started out in health tech, entrepreneur. I know you're going to college now, but now you're the CEO of Invictech. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth thus far and what's really inspired you? Sure. Um, well, you know, my secret really is no secret. Um, it's it's really as simple as just trying. Uh, I think that everybody should try, like especially with tasks that seem almost impossible because when you commit to something, when you commit to building something bigger than yourself, it'll change your whole world schema, right? Um, It'll humble you, it'll challenge you, and it'll make you grow in the ways that are really significant, right? I think when people pursue entrepreneurship, they think that, you know, they're going to own 20, 30% of some ginormous company, and they're going to be, you know, living on yachts, but that's not really the growth that you want when you become an entrepreneur. You want to grow your inner strength. You want to learn how to trust yourself. And I think that that is truly the hardest part of um, entrepreneurship is learning how to trust yourself. And, um, you know, that carries over into many areas of life. And, um, but as for inspiration, one of the things that really inspired me to pursue biotech specifically um, is the fact that life is just so short, right? It's, it's so incredibly short and, so many of us um, either don't choose to live authentically or we're quite literally incapable of living authentically. And I think that biotech um, gives people the, the opportunity who are less fortunate and afflicted by disease to have more of those opportunities to uh, live authentically. And, and I think that that is value at the most fundamental level. So that's why um, I wake up every morning. That's amazing. And truly, that is, I would say that the main thread or common denominator throughout all these podcasts I've done is people have found that giving, living is giving. I'm sure you've heard that. Uh, I know Tony Robbins says that a lot, but really giving, uh, if if you're serving a higher purpose, um, that gives you all the fuel and energy you need to really engage and take this to the next level. So thank you for sharing, Patrick. I appreciate it. So Patrick- Jumping in here about the pandemic, hopefully they'll lift this soon. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, what are you doing in this pandemic uh, so far that you could share with us that you've, you're helping your organization stay relevant in the economy? The economy has hit us hard. So maybe you could share something. Right. Well, I think even in today's economy, you know, with, with the pandemic, I know that there's a lot of economic vol- volatility. I still believe that the economic landscape is, is absolutely littered. With, with opportunity. It's an absolute land grab. 
And I think that that stems mostly from the fact that, you know, we're living in the internet age and um, it, it couldn't be easier to, to access virtually unlimited up-to-date information. Uh, we have access to these incredible platforms where you can develop relationships with, with influencers very much like what's happening right now. And, you know, with the flow of information, you never know, you might see a post that totally changes your trajectory as an organization as a whole. Um, so I really believe that, you know, the internet was, was kind of like a, a supplement to society up until the pandemic, but now it's, it's really integrated itself into society and we're leaning into it a, a lot more. And I think that that's a good thing. I think we need to continue to lean into that. Um, you know, uh, especially with, with web 3.0 right around the corner. Um, I, I'm incredibly optimistic. I know that right now there's quite a bit of turbulence because of the pandemic, but I, I'm quite optimistic as long as we continue to lean into these platforms, uh, lean into these, uh, you know, newer technologies. I think everything's going to work out just fine. Ray, I appreciate your share on that. I really do. And you're absolutely right. I think the pandemic, uh, not think, I know the pandemic has accelerated a lot of things and, and changed how we're doing business. Um, and it's kind of forced us in that shift to, to be a, a few years ahead of where we would have been without a pandemic. So thank you. And Patrick, let's talk a little bit about tech, right? Um, and, and biotech's just fine, but are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your tech stack? Anything you might be able to share with us today? Sure. Um, well, you know, we're, we're mostly focused on developing our, our proprietary bioprinter, but outside of that, you know, there's always side projects that we're, we're interested in and, and specifically with, with blockchain, we're trying to see what we can do on the back end of NFTs. I know right now, like art is, you know, the, the reason, yeah. yeah, it's huge, especially, I mean, it's the main reason why the Ethereum gas prices are so high, but, um, I think it's, it's, it's underestimated and undervalued on what can be done on the back end. Um, so we're kind of playing around with what we can do with that. You know, we released, um, we have a series of downloadable microfluidic chips that started off as just kind of a, a side project to experiment with. And now we're seeing if we can play around with NFTs with those. And, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to see if maybe we can also add more of a, of a financial incentive with those. So we're just, we're just really playing around with them, but, um, the, what really strikes me is, you know, I was an early adopter of Bitcoin. I bought Bitcoin, uh, I think in 2014. Um, uh, so not incredibly early, but, but early enough. And even I'm just astonished by how much infrastructure has been developed, uh, you know, kind of under the radar, like with the DeFi space, uh, smart contracts, um, polka dots, like parachains, all that. It's, it's, it's absolutely astonishing. And I just, uh, I can't help but think that this technology is dying to take root and sprout and enterprise. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be on the lookout on, on ways that we could utilize that technology. And I, I hope everybody else in their space is also on the lookout because it's just, um, it's one of those technologies that I think is going to change the way we, we, we operate with, with everything. So. Yeah, no, it's amazing. In fact, um, a little insider information here. Um, you know, I'm actually exploring with our platform currently today some NFT work, um, and it's pretty exciting. What uh, if this truly works the way what I want to do? This is going to make uh, this platform even bigger, uh, which is great because my job is to serve 
And I mean that tonight I get to hear your story firsthand. And obviously with your permission, I get to turn around and share it on a very large podcast, all the podcast platforms, to be honest, uh, across a very large global readership. So uh, thank you for, for, you know, sharing your story tonight. So I'm, I'm excited. So thanks again, Patrick. And so Patrick, last question, we're going to jump into this. People want to know a little bit about, a little bit more about Patrick Yap. Could you share something from your career experience thus far that would be helpful for those looking maybe to grow in their career in either health tech or entrepreneurship? Sure. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm, I'm an absolute, I'm, I'm huge. I'm a huge interdisciplinarian. Uh, I do not agree at all with the, uh, the whole jack of all trades, master of none. I don't, I don't think that applies in today's world at all. Um, I think it's, it's a form of mastery in itself to, to have a, a myriad of um, experience or knowledge in, in, in uh, a bunch of different disciplines. Um, I think, uh, especially when narrowly applied, right? Like in my situation with bioprinting, I can't, it doesn't help to just know mechanical engineering or to just know electrical engineering. You kind of have to have a cross section from each of those disciplines. Um, especially once you get into the more, you know, how is this going to be used medically or, you know, is there another interdisciplinary application? Like, uh, you know, one of the things that keeps being discussed is biobatteries, right? So now we're talking about a biological approach to, to energy storage. It's, it's, it's not intuitive right off the bat, but, you know, hypothetically, it could be a great avenue. I mean, fossil fuels, which kind of are, you know, a, a biofuel in a sense, um, they're incredibly energy dense. But if you look at other biomaterials, they're they're far more efficient at being energy dense. So, you know, I, I really just like non-intuitive um, approaches to, to complex problems. So um, if, if I could advise anything, if you're going to be an interdisciplinarian, um, you know, there's, there's two responsibilities that really come with that. And the, the primary one is that you have to be willing to continuously learn, right? You have to stay up to date on literature. You have to actively go out and, and find books, speak to people. Like that's, that's a huge responsibility. I think that's part of the mastery. And then the second responsibility, if you're going to be, uh, you know, an entrepreneurial interdisciplinarian, you have to recognize that you cannot do everything. It's just not possible. So you have to learn how to attract and leverage ethos outside of your own. Um, so f- for me, a good example of that would be, uh, you know, I know I know enough about finances to where if, if, you know, if something's going wrong, I can I can kind of understand why. But I like to go to uh, uh, my financial advisor, Lewis Parks. He's a tremendous, very smart. Um, been a great guy. He's, he's guided me quite a bit on my entrepreneurial journey. Um, you know, I like to go to him for, for financial advice or for terms, uh, on like a royalty agreement or something, anything along those lines. Um, so I think that that's huge is just knowing when to leverage ethos outside of your own and how to attract that. So. That's awesome. No, I appreciate that. And you're right. You know, we are one big community, this globe and, We've got to leverage. We've got to help each other out and and do the right thing. So you're absolutely right. So Patrick, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. All right. Thank you very much, Brian. Bye for now. 